Thanks, Keen. Now, it's uh, it's that time of the week again. Bill Hughes has popped in for his essential songs. Uh, Bill, you're very welcome. Uh, what year are you taking us, transporting us back to this year? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a funny year because there actually were so many choices. It's 1983. A, a lot of people wouldn't think that was a classic year, but it is a classic year. Yeah. When you look back at the music and you itemise the artists that were pushing boundaries, you know, trying to reinvigorate the music business and trying to get interest back in music and trying to reinvigorate their own careers and to stretch themselves artistically. Well, I think when you think 80, when I think 83, of course, I'm a Smiths fan, I immediately think the Smiths, the Smiths had their first single, but I'm guessing it's not in, uh, what difference does it make, I think? No, Hand in Glove, Hand in Glove was their first single and in This Charming Man. Do either of them make the list? No. Okay, you're not a Smiths fan? Uh, no. Okay. I think Morrissey, um, yeah, I think a team of surgeons could labour to remove his head from his arse. Actually. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I still think, I still think they were using. When I think bad. of the Smiths, I think of the genius of Johnny Marr. I don't think of the genius uh, of Morrissey. I don't think you can. I don't think you can have one without the other. It's like kind of cornflakes in the milk. Well, but the anyway. reason I'm thinking of Johnny Marr is a tie. We're from a tie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We course. supped from the same yeah. river. Uh, anyway, listen. So that's not on your list. So, so what? What? Give us your first. Well, the first, first one. Choice. The first one is by. Um, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, a word genius gets thrown around a lot, but I don't think there's any doubt that the word genius cannot be attached to David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about David Bowie. He has always pushed boundaries. He has always uh, deconstructed to reconstruct. He's never been afraid to venture into new areas and to inform himself from the past but to pick sometimes the murkiest past to inform where he's going forward so that it's not just safe he never plays it safe and so there was a big uh, kerfuffle because Let's Dance It's quite a conventional song it's the, It was the album that came out in 1983 and this is the title song and Tony Visconti his longtime producer was all lined up to work on the new David Bowie album. And Tony was getting worried that he hadn't heard what was going on. And he phoned David's assistant and David's assistant said, "Mm, actually, Tony's going in a different direction. He's been in studio already for a month and he's got some tracks already laid and he's working with Nile Rodgers. And I love Nile Rodgers. I love that whole dance anthem feel that Nile Rodgers brings to mm. music and the impact that he's had. So the combination of the two of them working together, uh, Nile Rodgers and Bowie, and then Let's Dance. Let's Dance was such a, a shot in the arm for the music industry when it came out in 83. It was yeah. so fresh. It was so new with crazy, sharp, stabby brass sounds, great bass sounds that were really heavily laid and an unashamed love and a rhythm. So, you know, with your dark Smith's head on, you would have been, oh, this is far too pop for me. Yeah, I probably did think that. I mean, I do like it as a pop song. I I, I don't think it's terribly sort of barrier pushing in the way that a lot of Bowie stuff. Oh, it is completely. I disagree, but then we're never going to agree because you love the Smiths. Yeah, okay. So right. you know you're already in a dark place. Like okay, you're, well, okay. you're in what? Do you, what do you call him? Banksy's opened that uh, that museum for the disenfranchised. You know oh, the yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're in that dark place. All right. Well, look. Let's let the listener uh, decide. Have a listen to to Bowie. Let's dance. <laughs>
it's a good song. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, Actually, do you know what? It, it's oh, you'll be thrilled you like um, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's waiting with bated breath. Actually, it's funny. A song that jumped into my head of his, which I'd completely forgotten, and it reminds me a lot of it. Actually, is Absolute Beginners, which came a couple of years later. I think, yeah, yeah. Which for I the kinda, movie, I yeah. kind of yeah, terrible movie, but uh, yeah. I kind of prefer the song. That was one, great. Actually. I love the song. Actually, yeah. read it. Yeah, look, it's a it's a great. It's a but good pop think, song. When it's you think of what Nile Rogers brought to it, and Nile Rogers is back in Dublin next week performing again at the yeah. RDS. I saw him in the summer when he played that open air gig at the Ivy Gardens. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, at the start, he's like going, you all know Chic," and he plays Chic," But then he says, what about all the other work I've done? And he started yeah, playing yeah. Sister Sledge, Diana Ross, Duran Duran, Madonna, uh, Daft Punk and Pharrell yeah. Williams. And you go, my God, this man has... Um, Annie, what, what other song have you got for us? Okay, next song up. Um, I think you might like this guy, Robert Smith. Yeah. From The Cure. Love The Cure. You'd love him because of Susie and the Banshees as well. Yeah, yeah. The fact yeah, that he played yeah. with them and the fact that The Cure, I mean, did you ever see The Cure in concert? Never saw them They played concert. the Simmons Court around 1989 and it was goth hell. But I went along because I was, I loved the music and what a concert. The guy really could perform. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely. the music is fantastic, but they're so dark. They're just so everything about him, the teased hair, the distressed makeup, everything about the pale face, that strange quavery voice. Yeah. But the cure, uh, great but band. great, great three minute pop songs. Beautiful pop songs, beautiful pop songs. And, you know, just like Heaven and Love Song and Friday I'm in Love, I adore. But this song, The Love Cats. I just adore this song. Yeah. And from 1983, it was one of the highlights. This of the was the year, year that they, they, they weren't commercial. This was the year they kind of made it commercially big. They started getting top 10 singles, and yeah. stuff, which they hadn't really had before that, I don't know. No, think. but they needed to have them to keep their deal. Yeah. They needed okay. to have them to keep their record deal, to keep their publishing deal. It was this, or they were going to, you know, disappear into obscurity because no independent person was going to fund them. They needed the backing of a record label and they okay. needed to stay in the business. And I'm so glad they did. Because and they're still going, aren't they? And they're still, still, yeah, he's still around. I mean, they, they, they still release the occasional tease. And he, he puts a lot of stuff up online. He's a peculiar man, but yeah. I think he's a fascinating character. And it's so funny because I would say he's probably the best thing to ever come out of Blackpool. Really? <laughs> That's where he was born. <laughs> it's like... Family matches a, maybe, but uh, I don't think he was from Blackpool. It's yeah. such a hellhole. Um, but the the whole work ethic of Robert Smith and the whole sense of keeping it different, making a statement, always being true to what he's about. He's never given in mm-hmm. to uh, mainstream pop. And every now and again, he's come up with a pop tune. And when he has, it's been a brilliant pop tune. I remember we were in America making a a series called Music City USA down in the deep south. It was a country music version uh, with videos. And we were in the the bus one day, uh, the the crew bus. We were going to a shoot in Texas and we were passing Waco, the scene of the the awful thing that went on. And uh, on the radio, the guy said, and now the brand new song, much anticipated from The Cure and it's Friday, I'm in love. And it was and it was a Friday and it, it was the rap for us. Well, the whole van, we all, cameramen, soundmen, everybody was just, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, we were yeah. we were all wanting to get it straight away. So, but the Love Cats as a song, it's so spare, it's so 
on it doesn't it doesn't compromise in any way. It's so wonderfully, wonderfully pretty. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Well said, Shane. Well said. I love all the kind of sort of the feline sounds as well in it's the background. So quirky, yeah, yeah it's so really quirky. quirky. Yeah, great song, really crazy song. stuff, crazy stuff. And 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 uh, you know, I, I, seeing him live was a memory I will treasure. Yeah. So. Okay. My guest, our guest, is is Bill Hughes. We're talking about 1983, and and Bill is two for two so far uh, with two classic songs: David Bowie, "Let's Dance," and "The Cure," uh, "Love Cats," which you just heard there. Okay, what are your what's your next choice from that year? My next choice was a really difficult choice. It was like uh, trying to decide because um, there are two songs that polarize people, um, and and so I had to come down on the side of one. <laughs> I sort of gave myself myself the task. And the one that didn't make it was The Police, Every Breath You Take. Uh, and the one that did make it was The Eurythmics, Sweet oh Dreams God. Are Made I of said, I said two for two, and you're now, you're now two for three. <laughs> I, I would have gone, gone for The Police, I have Would to you? Say. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. The Sweet Dreams Are Made of This? I, I'm, I was never a Eurythmics fan. I actually think this is probably their best song, all right, but I just didn't really, I never really got any Lennox, I have to say. Okay, well, I'll be honest with you, right? <laughs> I adore Annie Lennox. Yeah. And you saying that to me is like, like me. A, a knife through the heart? No, it's like me just annihilating Morrissey. Morrissey, yeah. yeah. yeah Which yeah, I, yeah. I take in my stride. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but no, um, Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This. And why, when it Who came am out... I to disagree? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, we, I appreciated it when it came out and I thought it was great and I thought it was wonderful. And then fast forward... Uh, about 18 years uh, from when it was released in 83 and I am in a nightclub 
called Souvenir in Barcelona. And the ceiling moves because that's part of the deal. You're dancing and the entire lighting rig comes down around you and shoots oxygen into the floor. And the dance mix of sweet dreams are made of this as you're getting this oxygen hit. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world in the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to abuse you. Oh, my God. I was like, I had one of those, you know. Now, it might have been the half a bottle of vodka. I had in <laughs> it may have had something to do with it. Yeah. The oxygen hit me. The lyric hit me. And I thought, this is exceptional. But um, the Eurythmics, Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, born in Sunderland. When Stewart teamed up with Annie Lennox, and it wasn't easy for them to get together and they struggled through poverty. They lived in abject poverty. They lived in bedsits. They begged money to try and get their recordings made. And then they finally hit pay dirt. And their first big hit was Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This. And that then opened the songbook. And I was lucky enough to work with Annie Lennox back in 2005. She did a project for me called Happy Birthday Oscar Wilde, where she showed up and recited The Scarlet Woman in studio in four different poses with no autocue. Mm. She knew the whole thing. Right. And it was for Amnesty International. But she was the sweetest, kindest, yeah, she's, nicest I've heard woman. her very nice person. She's yeah, fabulous she is, person. Yeah. And so when I hear her voice on this, and I just hear, you know, and you look at her accomplishments, you know, all the Grammys that she's won. But the fact that she's won the Oscar for Best Original Song for Into the West, the song from The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. You know, she's a very, very accomplished woman. Okay. And Stuart has worked with everybody in the business. Yeah, okay. And their oh. relationship fell apart and all that sort of stuff. Were they an item? The go- oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. They were a big item. And oh, then okay. he, he ran off with Siobhan Fahey. And that was it from, from Banana Rama. Banana Rama, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And caused all sorts of conundrums. <laughs> she was conundrums. nice, all right, Siobhan. Yeah. Um, let the listener listen to the lyrics. Exactly. The okay. lyrics are amazing. Okay.
Yeah, okay. I remember what I didn't like about the song now. Uh, a great start. What's Br- not like? Brilliant start. I, I re- and it, it's a real kind of captured at the start. It was that old keep your head up stuff. Keep your head up. That kind of irritated me. And oh, still I does. love that. That's a real, that's telling you keep your head up and don't yeah. be going around at your okay. head. We'll agree, to, we'll agree to disagree. Okay, well, Come we here, to. when you think of 1983, there is one song. I'm I'm taking a, a guess now. This is your, your final choice because there's one song that does stand You want to embarrass me now and tell me that it's not the song I've chosen, well, is it? New Order, I'm presuming. Oh, good it? God, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Shane, it, we're on the same page. Ah, uh, well, it is, it's a kind of definitive song of 1983. Oh, it? yeah. It's a definitive song of the 80s, yeah. of the whole decade. When you look at factory records in Manchester and the whole work of Tony Wilson, his lifelong devotion to bringing new music and being brave and making big decisions, and the Joy Division and how Joy Division were such an extraordinary band. And then, sadly... Uh, Ian Curtis of Joy Division committed suicide on the 18th of May in 1980. So coming into the 80s, the rest of the band were figuring what to do. Mm. They decided to stick together. They'd always agreed that if they stuck together, their their next incarnation would not carry the name Joy Division. So they changed their name. And to changed New their Order. sound as well, didn't and they? And they changed their sound because of the influence of Bernard Sumner, the main guy, Bernard Albrecht, as a lot of people know him, because he was the one who moved them towards electronica and synth pop. And let's face it, Blue Monday, the song, is one of the finest examples of an electronica and synth pop ever to come out of anywhere, not just the UK. Yeah. Um, but you look at factory records and the great sounds that they gave us with the Derudy column and the Happy Mondays and Northside and James and even OMD, they... they, they just sort of shook up the British music industry yeah. and the global music industry. So this song in particular, Blue Monday, which is a peculiar song in that it became a club favourite because all the young fellas decided they needed to know every drum beat and because some of the drum beats were off and they were all doing, it was at the time of robotic dancing. Do you mm. remember the robotic? Yeah, yeah. Were you a robotic dancer? Nah, not so much. No, I was a little more bit a, with your shoulder yeah. pads and your little... Yeah, well, I did have shoulder pads. And, and yeah. they sort of, they, they, they pulled up trousers and the white socks and the, everybody trying to look like they were a robot and all doing it. So yeah. that's what I remember about seeing it in clubs. But now I just, it's a fantastic song to drive to because it's long. It's like one of the longest singles ever released in the UK and one of the longest singles ever to chart. It's over seven minutes. It is, yeah. Because that is that because I was going to, and we 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 are going to play it in a moment, but we're not going to play the whole thing. Listen no, no, we can't. We can't. Uh, is that a, it? Was a twelve inch? Was it? Oh, it's twelve inch. Yeah. yeah so the, the, the single to this the single day, was the twelve inch. To basically. this day, it is still the biggest selling twelve inch single of, of all time. time. I think I have it at home somewhere. Yeah, in, I definitely in, have in it. My, uh, and my it has no label on it. So the next generation who find it go, what's this? It can't be any use. It has no label on it. Because if you remember, there was no identification on the sleeve and no identification on the label when you picked it out. You couldn't even see which was side A or side B. You had to know from the slight change in colour when you lifted it out. Okay. So as a former club DJ, when that came out, it was a nightmare in the dark booth of you. So you had to have it written large on the thing, who it was and where it was. But uh, Blue Monday, New Order... It's a, it is, it's a classic song and it is probably the classic song, whatever about the 80s as you think, it's certainly the classic song of uh, 1983. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a pretty good, I mean I know there was a lot of dross as well in that, but there was a lot of good stuff, I mean, yeah. in that year. Oh yeah, there was a lot of, but if I go back 
I could pick four completely different sides. Like again, I had an embarrassment of riches for eighty three. Yeah, she said and the I police expected. could have been there, the Smiths could yeah. have been there, although yeah. over your dead. I know this no, no, I would have I would have included Smiths. Yeah. My partner's a huge Smiths fan, so I have to put up with that. I've had to go to a couple of Morrissey concerts. Uh, Bill Hughes, uh, fantastic. Great, great year uh, and and some great choices. Look forward to talking to you uh, next week. We're going to play out with uh, that definitive song of 1983, Blue Monday by New Order.